comprehensive coverage from a Catholic perspective. Tune in to Post-Election Special weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, only at Church Militant. Get the perfect Catholic gift for your family and friends while supporting Church Militant. Visit the Church Militant store today. everyone and welcome to the Vortex where lies and falsehoods are trapped and exposed. I'm Michael Voris. As 2020 mercifully comes to an end today, we should call it what it was, the year of the devil. It's too emotionally draining to review all the evil that was exposed this past year, but suffice to say, think back to just one year ago, New Year's Eve 2019, and just ask yourself, could you have imagined that all of this would have happened? This was the year that communism went mainstream. And remember what communism is. It's a political system which hides behind concern for the downtrodden. But at its heart, it hates humanity and humanity's creator. How so many people could be fooled into accepting this system is still something of a mystery with many possible answers, all of which are probably correct to varying degrees. If it weren't for the fact that this is now the new reality, we would be grateful to write off 2020 and happily flip the calendar. But seeing as how this is ultimately a spiritual war, faithful Catholics just don't get to do that. In fact, now we need to become more aggressive, particularly in the face of religious leaders, especially the bishops who have simply caved to all of this. This was part of our Newsmax discussion that we had Christmas weekend with Michelle Malkin, a faithful Catholic in her own right, who gets it. Where have the church leaders uh, been on this? A lot of, of the protests that we have seen break out uh, among parishioners and rank and file members of congregations uh, have been organic. And it, it's more of the grassroots than it is of the leadership. And I mentioned in my monologue uh, that there was a Catholic bishop who, you know, essentially has been kneeling before um, many of uh, these uh, secular commands. And then uh, as a, a related question to that, sorry, I'm packing a, a bunch in here. Um, yeah. I've talked to a lot of, of, of the faithful who are conflicted. And of course, it's that age old uh, conundrum between obeying secular authority, citing Romans 13. And when do we draw the line to obey and uh, fulfill the commandments of, of the divine? Yeah, well, to go back to your first point about the bishop in the uh, Catholic bishop in El Paso, his name is Mark Seitz. And uh, I wouldn't say that he, I, I mean, certainly true. Yes, he knelt down. There's that famous picture of him kneeling there looking like he's all pious and holy uh, with uh, BLM, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter in front of him on the sign, the, the cardboard sign in front of him. Uh, but he willingly did that, not because he was, you know, saying, oh, we have to go along, but because that's his agenda. Uh, there is within the Catholic Church, and you and I have others that discuss this, you know, extensively. There is within the Catholic Church, Catholic hierarchy, not the Church, within the Catholic hierarchy, a good number of bishops who buy into all of this because these are their political leanings. Over decades and decades, they managed to get in and get into the church and get into the seminaries and work their way up through the, you know, the, the, the horrible uh, deeds and lies and cheating and everything else. They got themselves into positions of power. The same thing we see in a parallel in the states, uh, in, in various states and the federal government. Wicked men and women 
got themselves into positions of power because they supported a certain agenda. Now they're pouring that agenda on top of the citizenry. Well, the same thing has happened in certainly the Catholic Church. I can speak to that directly. Obviously, we're a Catholic outfit uh, here. That happened. But this has also happened in many of the various Protestant denominations as all uh, as well. They're uh, certainly the more liberal mainstreams, you know, the Methodists, Lutherans, etc., uh, Episcopalians, Presbyterians, all that. I mean, those guys are as leftist as these leftist Catholic bishops are. Uh, True. But all of this has been used. Uh, you'll notice that for the most part, every now and then you'll have a religious leader, be it a Catholic bishop or a, uh, a Protestant pastor or leader of a, a particular congregation, uh, right. they'll step up and do something. But most of this, most of the pushback from uh, people of faith is coming from just that, the people of faith. Yes, the people. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's the people. Hold and you see, the, you see the same thing again also in relation to the country. It's the people. The yes. Republican yeah, leaders it, are not pushing back against this election steal. It's the it, people. It, it is definitely a theme. We've got to take a quick break. And when we come back, more from Michael Voris. Stay with us. The Catholic Church across the board is in need of massive restoration. It's like some giant bombed out cathedral, still elegant in its structure, but devastated in people's eyes. The U.S. hierarchy as a body remained silent or even agitated against the most pro-life, religion-friendly president in the history of America. They do not believe in the devil. Many of them clearly either do not believe the actual faith or have some horribly malformed understanding of it. They, more than anyone given their exalted offices, helped make this the year of the devil. Thanks for staying with us. Michael Voris, founder of St. Michael's Media and editor at churchmilitant.com, is with us on Sovereign Nation. Mike, thanks for hanging with us here. No problem. Thank you, Michelle. So we're talking about the War on Faith 2020, and there were horrific scenes uh, over the course of the year all across the country, multiple states statues of Jesus and Mary beheaded, uh, multiple Catholic churches vandalized, uh, some even set on fire by arson. What's going on? Well, on a spiritual sense, this is a diabolical uh, attack against God, uh, or at least the things of God. Of course, the devil is not equal to God. Uh, he's equal to, or sorry, battles St. Michael. He can't touch God, but he can touch the things of God. So uh, anything, all of those things we've mentioned, the, the statues, all those sorts of things, Catholics refer to as sacramentals, meaning that you just look at them and pray, use them you know, to uh, enhance your prayer life and uh, you know, and to think of the things of God. So, of course, when you, uh, you know, people of faith see those things being smashed and thrown on the ground and set on fire and having you know, horrible expletives spray-painted across them and all of that sort of thing. Uh, it disturbs the soul because those are, those are images uh, that speak to the soul. These are sacred places, the churches, the buildings themselves, uh, and the statuary and so forth, all of these sacred grounds, are meant specifically from the diabolical to disturb the soul. And they do. <laughs> uh, I mean, on, on that yes. score, give the devil his due. I mean, it's very disturbing to look at. It's one thing to just see somebody spray paint some horrible thing on the side of some warehouse, but to, you know, some horrible expletive or something, but then to take that expletive and transport it onto the side of a church building or over the, the body of a big statue or something, uh, raises right. the insult level of it to not just man, but to God also. Uh, so it's very disturbing. On a 
material sense, and that's the supernatural order of, of what's going on, in the natural order of what's going on, what's being struck out at are the institutions. That's why we want to defund the police. That's why the military has to be brought to heel. That's why religion must, because all of these things are perceived to be by these, essentially they're, they're Marxists and they're communists, let's call them what they are. They're communists, atheists, godless communists, uh, who have managed to take over the Democratic Party, or at least a significant portion of the Democratic Party, certainly the leadership, and are now using that. They, they've infected that. The Democratic Party has become a host for the communist virus, and now it's beginning to spread. And uh, in order to spread, what does the virus do? It invades the body, in this case, the body politic, and it begins attacking vital organs. And the vital organs being attacked are the military, the police, the things that keep us safe in the natural order as well as the supernatural order. That's why what's behind yes. all of this ultimately is the diabolical. As we close the chapter on this year and turn our sights to 2021, Church Militant will be going after this evil in the church. And no, we aren't talking about a flood of nonstop stories on Pope Francis generated for clickbait. After all, for all the belly aching and useless online petitions used to beef up email lists and not accomplish anything real or substantive, Pope Francis is a product of the wayward church. What will all these sites who never stop talking about him do when he's gone? Well, of course, they'll move on to the next pope, who will likely be of the same ilk because almost all these men emerge from the same ecclesiastical swamp. So more stories, more clickbait, more online petitions, and nothing will change because they won't do the hard work of attacking the root of the problem, the local churches. Of course, that's not as sexy or attention-grabbing. The Pope is so much more of a high-profile case. Click, 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 click. We're talking about going after the problem where the faithful live, the local dioceses and the local bishops who allow and even promote this filth. They are the ones who run the show in your abuse-ridden parish, not the Pope. They did it when Pope John Paul was Pope, and they'll do it after Francis is gone. It's taken a century for the church to deteriorate to this level, and it won't get addressed in any less time. But the hard work, the real work, has got to start somewhere. Years ago, church militant was being attacked from all over the place for our work in exposing the corruption. Then McCarrick happened and all of our work was vindicated. And that's not to toot our own horn, but to point out that we get the current crisis locally more than any other outfit in the church. That's why we're making one last end of the year appeal to you to help us go gangbusters in 2021 by making a donation, a gift to bolster our work here. What we do is the work of the church, the roll up your sleeves, get tough, hard work of investigating and exposing all of the corruption while also promoting the authentic faith. We want you to not only help us financially, but to take an active role in the restoration moving forward. In truth, many of you have, but as we faithful Catholics look around the world, we must deal with the sad reality that things have gotten this bad because Catholics have not stepped up. As is attributed to Pope St. Pius V, all the evil in the world is owing to lukewarm Catholics. So please donate, gift to us whatever you're able to today. Thank you in advance for that. And make a commitment now to join Church Militant and be part of the solution 
this coming year. Prayer and work, faith and action. Please just click on the provided link. God love you. I'm Michael Voris.